I'm Ron Crows. This is Business Nightly. Philippine authorities' warning of a hazardous eruption within hours or days remains in effect as the Tal volcano continues to act up. Our correspondent Willard Cheng now joins us live for the latest. Go ahead, Willard. Ron Tal volcano's eruption continues with weak sporadic lava fountaining and hydrovolcanic activity or the mixture of magma and steam at Taal's main crater which generated steam-laden plumes or white smoke approximately 2 kilometers tall. That's according to the latest bulletin of the Philippine Institute of Volcanology and Seismology. FIVOX officer in charge Renato Solidum says new lateral vents were observed to have opened up on the volcano's northern flank that spewed short 500-meter lava fountains. Solidum explains this means eruptions are happening as well on Tal's side aside from its main crater. Heavy ash fall from Taal's ongoing eruptions has fallen southwest of the volcano island in Cuenca, Lemery, and Taal, Batangas. Affected residents have been advised to use N95-grade face masks, wet cloth or towels when going outdoors to avoid inhalation of ash, as fine ash fall can cause irritation and breathing problems, especially among the elderly and children. Pivox adds long-term exposure may be harmful to respiratory health. Motorists are told to drive with extreme caution as ash can cause poor visibility and slippery roads when wet. 144 volcanic earthquakes in the Taal region have been recorded by the Philippine Seismic Network since 1 p.m. of January 12. 44 of these earthquakes were felt with intensities ranging from 1 to 5 in Tagaytay City, Alitagtag Lemery, Santo Tomas, and Talisay, Batangas. Fibok says these intense seismic activity may signify continuous magma intrusion beneath Taal, which may lead to further eruptive activity. Alert level 4 remains in place, which means there are signs that a hazardous eruption is possible within days. Ron, back to you. Willard Chang with that story. Thanks. Philippine economic managers downplaying the impact of Taal Volcano's activity to the country's economy. This despite it being situated in one of the most economically important regions of the Philippines. Warren de Guzman tells us more. Region 4A, also known as Calabarzon, accounted for 17% of the total Philippine economy in 2018. That's the second largest share of the national economy behind only the national capital region. It has been the second largest contributor to the Philippine economy since at least 2009. The now very active Taal volcano is in Batangas, and a massive tourism and real estate industry has sprouted all around it, from the resort town of Tagaytay, located in Cavite, to the sprawling residential developments in Laguna. Manufacturing in Calabarzon is also a key driver, accounting for more than half of the gross domestic product of Region 4A and over a third of the Philippine manufacturing sector overall. Planning Secretary Ernesto Pernia says the current volcanic activity is not enough to derail economic growth for now, but he says the timing is unwelcome. Government is aiming to hit an economic growth of between 6.5 and 7.5 percent this year after the delayed 2019 budget slowed growth last year. Philippine Central Bank Governor Benjamin Jokno says it would be more prudent to wait before assessing the possible impact of the volcanic activity on the economy. 
However, some industries have already been adversely affected, such as airlines, with Cebu Pacific and Philippine Airlines forced to cancel flights. Still, China Bank Securities is also holding off on judging how aviation will fare in this situation. There shouldn't be too much uh, concerns around airline stocks, so I think for now it's really just uh, we'll see how long this progresses, but then again, I think it's still too early to say. Economist Calixto Chikiamco says the situation must be watched carefully as the impact could be more devastating compared to the Pinatubo eruption in 1991, which cost an estimated $700 million or 35 billion pesos in damage. Chikiamco says it will all depend on how much of Region 4A is affected. But there is some good news. Geologist Carlo Arcilia believes the lava fountain at the volcano Monday morning could mean a weaker eruption. I would have been more worried if uh, if, uh, if uh, continued na palaging uh, ash saka yung uh, ash columns and then suddenly you will have a super gas ang nagdi-dry po kasi yeah. po kasi ng eruption yung gas content ng lava no so yun po yun so kung lumalabas na yung magma parang it's telling me that the yes. at least Uh-oh. the potential damage will be limited Whatever the case, Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez went on record with foreign media saying the Philippines is financially prepared to handle any fallout and damage from the volcanic activity. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine province of Batangas now under a state of calamity because of the rest of the Taal volcano. As Jeff Canoy tells us, local officials call for more help in addressing the needs of affected residents. They're not quite sure where they're going or even how to get there. But in the middle of roads where not much is visible because of ash deposits, one thing's clear for residents of Lemery Town in southern Luzon. They can't stay here with a continued threat of a restive Taal volcano. Teresita Kaag and her grandchildren found themselves at the municipal hall where many residents trooped in hopes of finding a ride out of Lemery. Local officials estimate that more than 8,000 residents have left through the buses and trucks that both government and the private sector provided for evacuation. But they don't quite have the total number of residents who fled. There are many more who used their own vehicles or hitched a ride along the highway. Lemery Town is considered a high-risk area because of its proximity to the volcano, which is why in less than 24 hours since Taal spewed steam and ash, the town of 90,000 people turned into a virtual ghost town. Shuttered shops, empty homes, with no return trip just yet for those who left, until the threat subsides. This is the main highway here in Lemery. This is actually the only place where you'll see some sort of activity, but it's usually just uh, trucks like that one, uh, filled uh, with uh, residents fleeing their homes because of uh, the ash fall as well as fear of the restive Taal volcano. 
Residents also fled the municipality of Laurel. Most of them had a hard time getting transportation. Puno na raho ng putik, tapos yung inarkila kong jeep, hindi pa nadating galing Cavite. Dahil wala akong madaan, puno na dito sa Tagaytay. Some fled to higher ground for fear the volcanic quakes might trigger huge waves. Sunsunod na yung lindol, tapos ay baka tumas ang tubig. Yung kanakatakot namin yun. Local officials lament they do not have enough supplies for all affected residents. Parang ghost town ho ngayon ang aming bayan. Ang kailangan po natin ay pagkain, tubig, kasi hindi nga po namin uh, masasabi kung hanggang kailan po uh, tatagalin. The municipality of Agoncillo buried under thick ash, making it difficult for residents to evacuate. By Monday morning, it had also turned into a virtual ghost town as remaining residents decided to leave. Many houses collapsed due to a series of tremors. The Agoncillo College was not spared. Several roads are impassable due to landslides. Hiniling ko po sa ating mga kasamaan ko pong mga mayors, yung pong mga evacuees na nandun sa kanilang lugar, ay kung pwede po yung matulungan, kailangan po nilang pagkain at tubig. Nakakawa po yung mga kababayan namin. Batangas has already declared a state of calamity and there's no immediate relief in sight with disaster officials bracing for further escalation. The worst case scenario is the volcano will come blow up like Pinatubo. Diba? If you remember Pinatubo, yung buong bundok na wala eh. That's what we are fearing kung biglang umangat yung buong island na yan at ibuga niya lahat. Apektado yung paligid niya. Babagsakan ng mga debris. Hopefully, hindi mangyari yun. But we can never predict the actions of these volcanoes. Jeff Canoy, ABS-CBN News, Batangas. Nearly 150,000 residents in the province of Batangas and nearby areas left in the dark as ashfall from Tal Volcano affected power lines. Meanwhile, Metro Manila's water concessionaires assure the public the ash will have no effect on the quality of drinking water. More from Alvin El Chico. Thick layers of ash covered several transmission lines of the national grid in Batangas after Taal Volcano erupted Sunday afternoon. But while some facilities are affected, the grid operator was able to bypass these lines to maintain the normal flow of electricity from the power plants to electric cooperatives in Meralco. The problem is there are also facilities of Meralco and Batangas Electric Cooperatives 1 and 2 that bogged down because of the massive ash fall. As a result, almost 150,000 customers continue to experience power supply interruption. Meron mga areas na hindi pa nakakapasok yung mga crew natin dahil wala pang go signal sa NDRRMC or sa FIVOX na pumasok yung crew natin para mag-restore, lalong-lalo na sa mga munisipyo na nandoon mismo sa Taal Volcano. More residents lost power Monday afternoon as rains hampered restoration efforts. Meanwhile, the Energy Department reports that oil depots in Batangas continue to operate normally, though several gas stations temporarily closed due to the ash fall. Water concessionaires Mainilad and Manila Water have also given their assurance their water supply remains potable, even with ash from the eruption reaching Laguna Lake. 
tataas yung turbidity pero hindi namin nakikita na ganung kataas ang mailudulot nito dun sa aming raw water. Sa ngayon, nakikita namin na kaya naman siya i-treat ng ating water treatment facilities. Mainilad, Emanila Water advised consumers who store water due to the rotational interruption to make sure containers are covered so that these won't be contaminated by falling ash. Alvin El Chico, ABS-CBN News. More flights either get cancelled or delayed even after Manila's main gateway partially reopened operations. That's following a 16-hour closure due to the ash fall from Taal Volcano. Our correspondent Vivian Gulia now joins us live from the Ninoy Aquino International Airport Terminal 1 for more of the latest there, Vivian. Hi, Ron. As a country's uh, main airport here in Manila, partially resumed operations, uh, we can see that in this terminal here at the Nino Aquino International Airport, uh, there are, it has been packed with passengers and some of them are waiting for their scheduled flights, while others are hoping to be chance passengers after their flights were canceled. Naiye reopened for departures from 10 a.m. Monday and for arrivals beginning 12 noon as the Manila International Airport Authority expected to clear the volcanic ash from the runway and other parts of the airport by noon. The Civil Aviation Authority of the Philippines added that the direction of ash clouds had changed away from the direction of Naiya. The airport was shut overnight for around 16 hours due to ash fall from Taal Volcano, which risks stalling engines. As of 6 p.m., Mia has recorded 39 arrivals and 40 departures, and that's less than a seventh of the average number of flights accommodated by the airport daily, which is at 750. Even with the resumption of the airport's partial operations, more flights were either canceled or delayed. Some airlines explained that while the runway is now open, cleaning the aircraft from volcanic ash takes time. There are also international flights diverted to Cebu, Haneda, Hong Kong and Guam instead of Manila. As of 2.30 p.m., 252 international and domestic flights were canceled Monday. Among the airlines that canceled flights are Philippine Airlines, Cebu Pacific, Air Asia, Cathay Pacific, All Nippon Airways, Delta Airlines, Oman Air, China Southern Airlines, Eva Air, Air China, China Airlines, Thai Airways, and Malaysia Airlines, which said in a tweet that it will resume operations into and out of Manila Tuesday. The MIA estimates more than 80,000 passengers have been affected by the flight cancellations since Sunday. Affected passengers have the option to rebook their flight for free or seek a refund. MIA General Manager Edmond Riel says most airlines have already submitted their request for recovery schedules, but the agency has yet to receive information on chartered flights. Monreal says it is difficult to say at this point when airport operations will return to normal. We're striving our very best to uh, um, bring back uh, to normalcy. Um, yan po ang mapwede natin pangako. But uh, as to a question how soon, napaka-mahirap uh, napaka pong sagutin. Kasi unang-una ho, uh, Jackie, sa ngayon, aktibo pa ho ang taal. Nakakagawa lang ho tayo ngayon ng ganitong senaryo dahil hindi na ho bumababa rito yung asphalt. Pag nagbago ho, sana man huwag magbago ang ihip ng hangin, baka babalik ho tayo sa square man.
Ron, Mia advises passengers to confirm their flight with their, with their airline first before heading here at the airport. Ron? Vivian Gulia giving us the latest from the EA Terminal 1. Thanks, Viv. And that's Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive contents of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. Reach out to us at ANC Feedback at abs-cbn.com. Thanks for watching.